for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Tuesday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith at your service for another hour or so. Marcus Young is in with the Top 5 at 5. Marcus, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, some big names in the NFL have gotten jobs. As Sean Payton has now been hired as the Denver Broncos head coach because he is still under contract with the New Orleans Saints. Compensation will be supplied, according to Adam Schefter. Denver will give up their 2023 first-round pick, which they received from Miami after uh, trading them Bradley. They will also be giving them next year's second-round pick for Sean Payton and the Saints' third-round pick in 2024. The other big name that got hired is the 49ers defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans. A former Texans player will be returning to Houston to lead the Houston Texans into its new era. He's a bammer. Mm. Don't trust him. Yeah, I'm not, I, Nothing against D'Amico Ryans. He might be a fine coach, but it just feels like the Texans organizationally, much like the Colts, are such a train wreck. That won't matter. It shouldn't matter. I really hope the Titans don't become that. They certainly were. Isn't that weird? I like uh, Bud Adams. It just felt like I know they went to a Super Bowl, but there's always some nonsense drama. And I, I just feel like her daughter is his daughter has made it a more stable franchise. She has. I always enjoyed his insanity, though, Bud. You remember when he flipped, flipped off the fans? Yeah. yeah. That's about yeah, the only thing I remember. He's cut from that same cloth as like Jerry Jones and the other uh, teams that are just dysfunctional. He definitely, like, crazy yeah, old oil guy. Definitely gave off that kind of Jerry Jones vibe for sure. Uh, at number two, we have uh, Jeremy Pruitt on the radar. As apparently Nick Saban has Corn reached red. out. He has reached out to the ex-Tennessee head coach He's and the out. former Alabama defense coordinator. Saw him buying return. that truck. Yeah. Did you see him buying the truck? Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, it, he no. won money like in like the spending that thing. Yeah, spend that gambling money. So you think he declares all that on his taxes? I think you have to. I mean, how else did he earn money last year? I mean, he did interviews. Do you think he got paid for that? Uh, I'm just trying to decide whether Jeremy Pruitt made more gambling last year than I made doing radio. Well, I can tell you he won more gambling than I won gambling. I'll, I'll, let, oh, I'll share you with that is, information right uh, now. Is, is that – assuming he turned out in the in the black, like something is better than nothing? Yeah. But the black is in the positive, right? Or is in the red? What do you want to no, you red, be in the black or black. the red? You want to operate yeah. in, the be in the black. black. Yeah. Red, red is red's losing money. I didn't. Yeah, I guess I did finish in the red this year. I definitely finished in the red. Absolutely. Uh, number three. I finished dead even. At number That's three. not true. That's not true. You finished at least 10 bucks lighter. That is true. You did lose 10 bucks for us. But. I want 100 in fantasy, so I'm plus 90. <laughs> I'm in the black. That's not year. gambling. Fantasy ain't gambling. It's kind of gambling. You worked hard for that, though, Bear. Fantasy Damn, Skippy is an did. investment. That's what yeah. I tell my wife. I'm anyway. being in a league with all these sports guys. 
At number three, Tennessee Titans will be switching their grass field at Nissan Stadium for a new synthetic turf. They say that they have difficult, uh, or they've had difficulties growing grass at Nissan Stadium since it opened in 1999. So they are going to be adding the new cutting edge technology and turf to Nissan Stadium. Nissan Stadium's going out with a whimper, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Nissan Stadium will be the first in the NFL to use the technology featured a monofilament matrix helix turf with an organic infill that that retains moisture better than synthetic fuel. You could have just rubber. made that oh. sentence up and I would have that was said, difficult okay, for me yeah, to say. that sounds good. Well, apparently I think what I was reading earlier about it was that it actually has like like they have to maintain it still. Like they can't just place it out there. Like, you have to water the fake grass. Yeah, cuz I think it's got like coconut and like something else that's a part of like the texture. Really? That's what I was reading somewhere that and kind I got to defeat the purpose of I guess you don't have to mow it. Right. Yeah doesn't grow and then you don't have to worry about like sod and causing players to slip and things like that i mean look they're going to be doing an indoor stadium soon maybe if they do the indoor stadium they can go back to grass if they want to because they know that it will won't be damaged due to weather maybe that's part of the reason too so isn't who, it who knows? harder to grow the grass indoors though if you don't have a retractable roof you know what you bring up a very fair point <laughs> i mean very i'm fair. no agricultural expert you don't know anything about grass as an expert i'm no i'm not i'm not a grass expert at number four phil mickelson expects a quote good year and he is back on the social media as well phil mickelson said that he uh he is as light as he's been in three decades he will be a little quieter on social media as he says as he prepares for live golf league's second season which will begin in Mexico next month. As he spoke to the reporters ahead of the tournament that will be playing in Saudi Arabia, he said he was embarrassed embarrassed about how he played last year and the difference between his game then and now is night and day. You didn't even watch him last year, though, did you? No, I, I watched him in a couple of the majors. I mean, he, he didn't perform well. Obviously, he had won the PGA Championship the year before yeah. at Kiowa and looked great. And then I guess he just let himself go. He was he is fantastic at the age of fifty. He had a lot of off the course drama and stuff going on at, at last year at fifty one. So we'll see if he's and you able to bounce back. You mentioned that championship. Although he's banned from playing in PGA Tour events, he actually has exemptions in each of the four majors for at least the next three years after he became the oldest major champion by winning that that tour there. So all right. Good for him, I guess. And finally, number five. I feel like you'll enjoy this one, Russell. A uh, Virginia girls high school basketball coach has been fired for impersonating a 13-year-old junior varsity player. What? A Virginia assistant's, uh, assistant girls basketball coach has been fired after a video surface of her impersonating a 13-year-old junior varsity basketball player on her team, even participating in a game this month. Back on January 21st. Wait a minute. If she's the coach she's and a, she's impersonating one of the players. One of the assistant coaches, to be fair. Oh, okay. Is impersonating a 13 I was going to say, like, who's coaching the team? <laughs> she, junior yeah. varsity basketball player. A, How old is she? 22. Parents of the girl uh, being impersonated in the game 
mm-hmm. say that Arlisha Boykins, a 22-year-old coach of the team, took the court for Churchland High School in Portsmouth, Virginia, for a game against the uh, River JV team, or Namesman River JV team. Uh, but yeah, she was impersonating one of her own players. It wasn't like she was pretending hmm. to be a new person. She was replacing Why? Just a one. Um, just wanted to play some game. What? I think they're trying to figure out why. There's no real like in <laughs> why the article. Did you, what, did, what did you stand to gain, young woman? Yeah, does um, it not say in the article? No. So uh, the quote from the from this one of the parents said, "Oh, here we go." So they were out. <laughs> well, this is what even, was she going to do? Like if she was Jesus. just dominating the women's high school game and all of a sudden like here we go recruit yeah recruiters started showing up yeah I have kelly the harper's in the hey i'd like to talk with you 13 year old you look very mature for your age the uh, i found it the player that boykins was impersonating was actually just out of town for a club <laughs> tournament wow okay quote from the player's father coaches always preach to kids about integrity and those type of things so i was just in shock so the parents had no idea that this was going to happen they went out of town, said, hey, we're not going to be there for this game. The assistant coach said, you know what? I have an idea. I kind of look like her. I could pull off 13 wow. years old. The adults are really doing a good job of teaching the children well, lighting the way, showing them how to build a better tomorrow. Well, the father did say that uh, his daughter does not plan to return to that school after this incident. So they're like, you know what? We're good. Thank you, Marcus. Appreciate that. Top 5 at 5 is brought to you by Malone and Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. It's where I go to get my dental work done. Dr. Steve Malone takes great care of my teeth. Never had a cavity. It's not my style to mention that, but since Bear mentioned it earlier, I thought I would reiterate for those of you. But you know what? If I did, you know what I would do? I go to Dr. Malone and say, Dr. Malone, I've got a toothache. Can you do whatever it is you do? And he would probably say, yeah, and it probably wouldn't hurt, and it would probably be the best job that is done when things like that occur. Check them out online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com or just call 865-539-1776 to set up an appointment. Tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. Russell Bear and Marcus cruising with you Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Newman is next. I've always wanted to say this. Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> How you doing, man? No, I just wanted to talk about the SEC tournament and its lack of meaning. Because remember last year, well, first of all, we have about 10 games left in SEC play this regular season. Tennessee entered last year's SEC tournament at number nine in the nation, which is the top three seed in March Madness. They won the SEC tournament, and we're still a three seed. And then you had the team they played in the championship, Texas A&M, who was absolutely screwed. Remember, they entered the SEC tourney 20-11 overall, fifth place in the SEC, needed virtually one win in the SEC tourney to put themselves on the right side of the bubble. They made it to the SC championship, including wins over fourth-ranked Auburn and 15th-ranked Arkansas, and they still didn't make it. But then Tennessee beat Kentucky in the SEC tournament. Kentucky was number five, and they were still a two-seed. Now, it didn't work out for Kentucky because the Peacocks beat them, but should the SEC tournament mean more this year, or do you think it's going to be the same as last year? 
Well, a good rule of thumb, I think, to remember when you're a Tennessee fan is nothing matters unless it does. So, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. They told that, oh, the, the conference tournaments matter, and then Tennessee wins its conference tournament and doesn't get credit for it last year. You would know as well as I do that if we go 16-2 and two, and we're like the fourth one seed, all these bracketologists, yeah. they're like, oh, Tennessee's got it sewed up, doesn't have anything yes. to worry about, and we win Friday night, we beat a Mississippi State or something like that Friday night, and then we get beat by – Auburn, um, Auburn, Auburn or so, yeah, Ducky. on Saturday. You know, good, as good as I do, be on that two that line. Lunardi's going to be up there on ESPN. Talk, well, we lost all of you. the tournament matters. You can't just go and lay an egg. You know it, Newman. Right, the conference tournament really only matters now for the mid-major conferences or one-bid conferences, such as the Atlantic Sun. But really, the big conference tournaments. You really need the the regular season resume because apparently, and remember, Texas A&M made it to the NIC championship and lost by one point. They proved that they were March Madness worthy, really, because they didn't play cupcakes in the NIC either. And then A&M is kind of in a, not and they're not really in a similar situation this year. They should make the tournament. But a team like you know Georgia or Arkansas could be in that situation, and they're going to need those conference tournament wins but i just don't know if if that means anything anymore uh, it should right i mean their games it's just another game isn't rick barnes the head of competition committee or rules committee yeah he is like and i know he said this last year and calipari's ranted about this too, and he's right like to me you can't say those games don't matter and one of two things should have happened last year Either the SEC and every other league, by the way, should have moved their tournament up so that the championship game happens on a Saturday. Several leagues have done that so that the committee has time to take that into account. Or the committee needs to vow publicly that they're not going to fill these brackets out until the last tournament championship game has been played. Because it sounds like that's what, and of course we don't know because it happens behind closed doors. Um, but it, it certainly sounds like that Tennessee was adding to its resume, winning that conference tournament last year, and then did not get credit for it because they had already made up their minds on Saturday, what the bracket was going to be. And that's just, that's absurd, man. Like how that boggles my mind. Then, uh, then Lenardi came out and poured gasoline on it. Well, it's like back in the leather helmet days. When you used to crown your national champion via a vote before the bowl games are played? Like, that's ridiculous. And this is ridiculous. But it's not 1939 anymore. We're not traveling by trains. Okay? We've got the internet. Like, wh- this is such an easy fix. How can, how can you not fix this? Like, that. I mean, everybody should have come together and said, okay, this is what we're to- We're either moving the conference tournaments up so that all the championships are, are done on Saturday, or we're moving the selection back by at least a couple of hours, if not a day, so that we can accurately assess each team's resume. You know, I had forgotten up until this call how pissed I got last year over this whole thing. I'd forgotten all about Lenardi and that whole – deal with him well you're fixing to remember because i mean this is a seating race 
you know, and yeah. getting a one seed is not easy. And that's, you know, Tennessee's fighting for that right now. I think Jerry Palm still has them as a two seed. So it's, it's not done. And all you have to do is stub your toe once. You know, you, you lose tomorrow to Florida. That's a bad loss. It's on the road, so I'm not sure what quad it would be. But, you know, lose at home to I, I Mizzou. Uh, yeah, Missouri's coming in here, I think. Um, South Carolina comes in here. Lose that Gamecocks and see what that does to your resume. So, we'll see. Good stuff, Newman. Anything else? Um, no, just the – well, one more thing. If the head-to-head didn't really matter against Alabama in football, do you think in basketball they'll make it up to the Vols if Tennessee beats Alabama head-to-head and they're deciding which one of these is the one seed when it comes down to it at the end of the year? If it's like on the borderline yeah. of being a one or two seed, do you think they'll favor Tennessee? Again, I've just been conditioned not to expect any favors from anybody in these things, whether it's football or basketball or baseball, for that matter. But um, it did bring us some bad feelings when Alabama didn't get knocked that hard after getting blown away by Oklahoma. If Tennessee wins out, I think they've got nine games left at 18-3. and three. If they go 27-3 and three regular season, 17-1 and one in conference play, I don't see 10 games left, so I think at 28-3. I I don't think the tournament matters. Unless you just lose to somebody horrible on Friday, you're one and done in Nashville. Like one of the bottom dwellers? Yeah, unless you just have a horrible – but even then, man, even then. It seems like we go through this all year. I, I'm no bracketologist. I'm not numbers guru, all that stuff. But it, it feels like every year we're told going into conference tournament championship weekend – at least two of these teams have one seed sewed up, and it doesn't matter whether or not they win their conference tournament. So I, I would think that if we go 28 and three, three losses, one conference loss, I mean, even if the SEC is a little down this year, I can't imagine that wouldn't be enough for a one seed. The other thing we have working here is it doesn't sound like this is, there's no dominant team in college. Purdue's pretty good. But I don't think anybody's looking at them like 1990 UNLV or anything. Where well, no. They're just running away with it. There's a lot of parody in college basketball right now. 865, good stuff. Newman, appreciate the phone call. Hope you call back. 546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. 865-546-8200. Quick timeout. We're back with more right after this. The Docket. Brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro Attorneys. Well, update on that ugly Michigan, Michigan State situation at the end of the year where a couple of people were facing charges, including Michigan State cornerback Kari Crump. Sentenced to probation as part of a plea agreement today for his involvement in an assault on a Michigan player in the Michigan Stadium Tunnel on October 29th. He was one of seven football players initially charged with their involvement in the assault on two Wolverines players after the Spartans' loss to Michigan. The original charge brought against Crump was for felonious assault once video was released showing Crump striking Green in the head with a helmet. With his plea agreement, that charge was reduced to a misdemeanor to which he pleaded guilty. So I guess he gets to, uh, I want to say wriggle off the hook, 
does get 12 months of probation, 80 hours of community service, but he ain't going to the big house. No. And I don't, I don't mean Michigan Stadium. I mean the, the big house. Yeah, he's not going to prison. I saw where Michigan finally is taking some steps to they're going to redo that tunnel. They need to. Only had to have a serious incident with police involved and everything for it to, to happen, so that's good. Hopefully they can avoid those situations in the future. Meanwhile, in Colorado, this is a insane story. A woman who was hit by a train while in police custody is suing the police department and officers involved. Don't blame her. Don't blame her at all. They've got this on video because everything's on video now. So they uh, pulled this woman over, and her name is Yoreni Rios. I don't know what she was doing. The news story does not say. The video doesn't say. But apparently she was slow to pull over, so it was a big deal. Cops finally get her stopped. They get her out, put her in cuffs, put her in the cop car. You could fill in the blank. Yeah. They parked the cop car on the train tracks. Uh, What? Yes. I swear I'm not making this up. They parked the cop car on the train. She was like driving this pickup truck. And uh, so they they get her out. They put her in there. And they said that she, she hears the horn of the train coming. And she starts screaming bloody murder. And there's video of this. It is a train hitting. It's like one of those Ford Explorer police truck things. Yeah. And it smashes that thing. It's a train hitting a car. Like, she is lucky to be alive. They, you know, had the police body cam footage of the cops running to catch up with it like a mile down the tracks. Yeah, and this car just, is just obliterated. Like, I can't believe this woman survived. So did the train hit the car from the side she was sitting on? I, I don't know that. You can't tell from the video? No. I don't know. I'm, it's like dark, it's at night, and you just... I mean, they can... It, people don't understand that. This happened over... Uh, I was just waiting at the bus stop for Junior like 10, 12 years ago. It happened over on Ball Camp. And, like, it hit a car like that. It hit a like an SUV, launched it 300 feet. That's a football field that it launched a, a full-size SUV, and it killed everybody in the SUV. What are you doing? You're a police officer. and I, Okay. Support the boys in blue. I get it. It's a tough job. Probably doesn't sound like it's a car chase, but it's a heightened situation. You didn't pull over immediately, whatever. Like, you're trying to get her. But at some level, you have to be aware of the fact that you parked your car on train tracks. Did you see how old she was? Because I wonder if she was... Uh, this does not. This sounds really dumb. She was old enough. Maybe she just didn't know what was going on. Maybe she just... Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Well, they, they show, like, the aftermath. They're looking for through a car, trying to figure out who she is. They do find a gun in there. Like, I, she might have been up to no good. I, I, I don't know. Sure. But you, you can't you can't put somebody in a car and, and just park on the railroad tracks. So that's... Just, it's, it's... Well, you would... Th- okay, so... It's Again, negligent. You, you you stop, you get the car stopped, even if it's a big old police chase and your adrenaline's pumping, you get out and, you, and you're just not even looking. You just happen. I mean, what are the chances of that? Like one in a million, right? That you just happen to stop on the police, on the train tracks. Okay. You get out, you get her into custody, you get her on the cuffs, you take a breath, you assess the situation. Like, 
on the way back to put her into the car. You're doing that, you know, put her hand on it. Don't watch your head. Yeah. Don't hit your head on the yeah. cup car. You're doing all that stuff. It would probably, you would notice. I, I would think I would notice. Huh. I appear to have stopped on train tracks. Yeah, you're going to know because you're going to be, you would expect them to be like looking all around because they're going to be shaking and, you know, patting her down, making sure she doesn't have any weapons. You know, I, I feel like they crouch down at some point to feel around her ankles. So, and they've got video too. So she starts screaming. At the, she says she started screaming the first horn. She's, she survived. She had a um, broken arm. Fractured sternum and tibia, Oof. nine broken ribs, broken teeth, and head trauma. And uh, so, according to the video, they uh, the train struck the vehicle 16 seconds after the first horn. So again, like I know that's not a lot of time, and but 16 seconds—that's your open job. Open a door and yank somebody out. It. Yeah, you can. Wait. Or jump in and throw it in drive and get off the track. Once you hear that horn, you got to get. Everybody's got to bail. Forget the car. How like how close were they to the car when it hit the officers? Oh, they're right there. Oh, so oh, I thought they were a little bit further away. Twenty twenty feet away. So they right there. Yeah, I agree with Barry. Like sixteen seconds, you got to make a quick decision. It's 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 look. That's where they are. Buttholes and elbows at that point to get them. Get everybody out of the car. That's what I was always told. Like, if you hear that train whistle and you're on the tracks, you don't even try and. He, They're like 10 feet away. He got he moved away from himself. He, he's standing there watching like, oh, this he was is going to suck. He was standing there and then it quickly starts to run away the other direction. He froze up, man. wonder what they initially wrote it up as. They had to know it was, I mean, something like that you kind of can't. Okay, so so here's the cruiser the, uh, got obliterated by. Here's the train. here's the stupid talk radio. Would you if you could question? All right, would you take that ride? Nine broken ribs, uh, tibia, whatever I just said. Broken sternum, broken teeth, broken teeth, head, head trauma. Because she's gonna win that lawsuit. Like that's oh yeah, it's, done. It, she's it's, get not, it's not about winning it. Just wh- where they're gonna finally settle. Yeah, I, I would like tens of millions of dollars. Would you take that ride for that guaranteed like twenty million dollar settlement? Whatever she's gonna get. Take that pain. Yes. I mean, you talk about getting in the ring with Tyson in his prime. You know why? I say, you know why I say yes to this because to me the adrenaline of seeing the train coming my way—that's what the, would be the worst part. Because you probably get knocked out pretty. Yeah, you, I don't think you'd feel that much until you woke for, up in the for, hospital. For me, the deal breakers are the ribs and the teeth. That's like two of the most painful. I could get new teeth. <laughs> That's true. That they do. The, uh, broken sternum and not, how many? Nine. Nine broken ribs. Nine broken ribs. How many ribs do you have? Isn't that practically all of them? Uh, you got a bunch. Are we counting like you got them on each side? Is that one rib or two ribs? That's two. You That's got, just your right side of your rib have, cage. Uh, and... 24 ribs. So you're going like 40% of your ribs are getting broken. It sucks. I've had multiple broken ribs. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd still do I, it. I don't know, man. It's going to be terrifying. Well, here's the other thing. All those physical injuries we just listed. The emotional, stuff. the emotional, psychological trauma. This woman never sleep again at night. 
I wonder what Definitely she was doing. Definitely not when a train horn goes off. I wonder what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, you're laying in bed. I always like that sound. <laughs> you wouldn't like it if you were her. <laughs> She's going to have nightmares of a train and just wake up in a cold sweat. I just, I don't know. $20, $30 million can buy a lot of therapy. I'd do it for $5 million. You're you, you you and Barry are like the worst negotiators. No, I know, but I'm saying I'll take twenty to thirty for million. What? Would you do it for twenty or thirty million? I'd do it for five. <laughs> Why are you lumping me in there? When have I been? A we've bad had the same conversation before. I say this every time, and you guys keep doing it. You're supposed to negotiate the other way. I'll do it for a hundred million, Russ. As if I have the power to put you into this I mean, situation. I don't. I don't think I'd do it. I guess I'm just easy that way. I don't, I'll take I don't, any kind of money. I don't think there's a dollar, mad. Guaranteed so, survival. Guaranteed you're going to live. Different. Your life's going to be significantly different after that kind of, those yeah, kinds you're of gonna <clears throat> You're going to be rich. You're going to be rich and think about that years story. of convalescing and physical therapy and pain. and. I'm I mean, sure all you're smart. guaranteeing me is that I live. And that you get millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. What if I have a, you know, I'm never the same, like, Jojo the idiot wonder boy after taking that ride, after getting my head, my eggs permanently scrambled. You'd be moving into a new bear's den with a new bear ride. Ooh. You, what, what, a, buy, what a buy yourself Buy yourself a radio station. Just imagine like being able to call Adam Hickman into your office, the corner office. I would call him into my office. I'd have you fire him. You'd have me fire stupidity. him? Yeah, for gross stupidity. Then make him interview to get you his job. Fire back. Hickman? Like you won't give him a stern give him a second chance? Stern talking to Dude, him? this guy's like quintupled down on his dumbass take. Did you say you're gonna interview him to keep his job? I'd let him re interview with Russ, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't want to interview him. I mean, Cress and Nate can't control him. Come get your man. Three and out. Out of control. The docket is brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Rent Pro attorneys. Before you settle, call Fox and Farmer. Let them know you heard us talking about it here on The Drive on Fan Run Radio. It doesn't cost anything to sit down with them, discuss your case, and figure out what your options are. They don't get paid unless you get paid. So give them a call. 865-531-9400 is that phone number. 531-9400. They're online at foxandfarmer.com. Fox and Farmer, the Car Rec Pro attorneys. Yeah, man. That was a wild ride she took. Still can't believe they uh, just parked Didn't right she, there on the you, on the tracks. Do you think if she wasn't in that car, and obviously the car would still get hit, do you think they'd get fired for like having their car just demolished? If it was on camera like that, hell yeah. yeah. So either way, yeah, they're either get from fired or suspended, demoted, have to pay the pay for the the car. Yeah, I mean that's that's criminal. I mean it's it's gross negligence on their part. Yeah. I mean now she doesn't even have to worry about yeah, whatever charges. You have charges. to notice. I mean, it, there's it's very distinct when you go over a set of railroad tracks. I mean, you, there were obviously because she said something about the lights. Yeah, they had, they had yeah. the little trestle too. Like you saw the video, is the thing yeah. that kind of goes up and down. Too. Was there like the the big? No, they didn't have the arms. arms. That's what the, they should have. That. Yeah, I, I'd be suing for that too. It's like you got to have the arms, man. What are we doing? 
I've been in a potential stand by me situation. I avoid tracks the best I can. Did you uh did you see the there was a video that went viral as cop was uh he got too ahead of himself and he was waiting for a train to pass and as soon as it passed he gunned it and didn't realize there was another train i mean it was hauling ass coming the other way and took off the front of his cruiser oh man but like you could you could you could see him like getting ejected about 50 feet down the tracks like it just the car explodes i take my chances i figure like uh, transportation issues. The worst would be a plane crash because those are almost impossible to survive. Yeah, you're just grape jelly. I feel like a train tra- uh, train crash is pretty close second there. Pretty dangerous. Most things Car crashes bad. obviously can be deadly, but more often than not are not. There's one I put in there after plane crashes. Boats? Nope. Spaceship? No, motorcycles. You have no protection. You're just basically wearing a helmet. That's it. Yeah, that's bad. I don't know. I, used to, I dated an ER nurse. They called them murder cycles. I mean, you might be able to survive a train wreck. Have you seen Unbreakable? Bruce yeah, Willis I mean, survived. You, you could. I mean, it just depends on where you're a, at. It was a movie, Marcus. <laughs> Bubba Watson. You guys see this guy? This guy. This freaking I guy. I don't, I don't like this him guy. very much. It's a shame because he's such a fun golfer to watch. Yeah. So, such a long hitter, so creative. Pink driver and just the yeah, kind of kind of a weird utter, guy. Utter refusal kind of got the not John, act like a schmuck. Kind of got the John Daly thing going on, just kind of a loose cannon. But uh, man, just such a such a jerk. Yeah. Have you seen uh, what he's saying about why he joined to live golf? No. Oh, this this is all time, man. So he says it didn't have anything to do with money. So, this is a quote. From some interview he gave, ESPN looks like, he said, quote, I had surgery and my son is sitting in the bed with me. And how I signed up with Liv is my 10-year-old son was sitting in the bed with me and we were watching golf on TV and he knew the aces. Quote, everybody knows the aces. They keep winning. He knew the aces. He knew the stingers. So you don't have any idea what I'm talking about because you, like most people, don't really know the ins and outs of the live tour because nobody watches this crap. Right. But they divide up into teams. They have, like, teams. And one of the teams is the Aces and the Stingers is another one, and they've got, like, a bunch of different teams. Right. And so Bubba Watson is telling the press that the reason he got into live is because it's so cool and hip. The kids know all the different teams. Presumably saying this with a straight face. I mean, even that in his who, hospital bed. Who, who's that guy? Um, the uh, dude from the uh, sweater guy in New York is uh, Santos. Even that George Santos guy's like, dude, you are full of crap. <laughs> either, I mean, was he on a was he on a, a Dilaudid pump? Uh, I mean, I, I thought I could talk to giraffes. No, he. For I mean, real. He, he's he's at a, the, the tournament this week. Like he's fine now. Like he, they're asking him why he joined Live, and he's saying that the reason he did it is because his ten year old son and all the cool kids know all the aces and the stingers. So, uh, that's, that's just a, a ball face lie. So it wasn't the fifty <laughs> million dollar guaranteed. No, it had nothing to do with it. No. He wants to be cool. He wants to be a part of history. Yeah. Marcus, he wants to be with the cool kids. He wants to be on the aces. Be lucky if a ten year old knows what golf I mean, is. Like, when you think of great 
teams that you would want to be a part of nowadays, it's like the Warriors. Yeah. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Brave, the Cubs. Yeah. And the Aces. I mean, they're right up there. It's the same thing. All the kids know the Aces. No, uh, no, they, they don't. This reminds me of uh, – saw some screenshot where some mom was, like, talking about uh, something about her kid, told her about, about banning books and all this stuff. And it was, like, this big her, – her, like, six- or seven-year-old. Some immediately was like, hey. no, they didn't, Julie. They didn't say that. You know they didn't say that. You're lying. Here's what we know to be true. Receivers want to play for Josh Heupel, yeah. and kids love the Aces. Their kids want to be on the Aces. Yeah. Golfers, receivers want to play in Josh Heupel's offense. Golfers want to be on the Aces. So this guy who wrote – this is at uh, Defector.com. This guy, he's writing a column about this. He says, listen, everyone uh, does not know the Aces. I work at a sports website. I have written and published 10 or so blogs about Live Golf. I have personally attended a Live Golf ev- event, and I could not have told you before this morning that the Aces even exist. <laughs> the guy who covers the sport doesn't even know. You like the money. It's okay to admit it. Yeah, yeah just go for it, dude. Just tell real. everybody. We all know it. You don't care where the money comes from. At the end of the day, it's probably, I mean, it's all dirty money. All money's blood money. Almost all of it. Would you, Bear, would you rather get $10 million from a train crash or $10 million from Live Golf? Yeah, I'm, I don't. I'm not. I'm not taking. I mean, as far as like living your life, I mean, clearly the train crash because that's like there's almost something noble there. Like it wasn't your fault. Yeah, I ain't. ain't But you don't have nine broken ribs. I'm I'm not not selling out for that Aramco money. So you're you're asking me like what's more valuable to me, my physical well being or my dignity? (laughs) Your soul. (laughs) Still gonna get ten million either way. I, I can get some more dignity. Like Bear said, I mean, we're all. I mean you. Your clothes were made by some six-year-old over in Malaysia, just like mine. I'm wearing wearing a set of Nikes that were sewn by four-year-olds. Your phone came for the same mine in Africa that mine did. They're just throwing gallons of human blood, sweat, and tears at it so that we can go on Twitter. Then they ship that stuff over to China where people that live below the poverty level – yeah, I, that's when they 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 locked them in when their their latest COVID surge when they stopped their zero COVID thing. They locked everybody inside the iPhone factory over there. Tell them to keep yeah, working. It's the drive on Fan Run Radio. We're here to supply the laughs, folks. Make you feel better about yourself. Day you had a hard day at work. Tell you, you don't work I... in an iPhone factory in China. China. Come here about women getting hit by trains. And... China. You seen the latest MILF Manor episode, of course, Marcus? Of course I have. You got an update for us when we continue? Yeah, you bet. I've watched you it. Bet. All right. You, you tell me freaky, if I need to freaky keep deaky. going on this. Did you, well, did you watch episode train two? After this past oh, segment yeah. for a variety of reasons. Let's just take a quick time out. We'll come back with the shocking conclusion of the drive right after this here on Fan Run Radio. Fan Run Radio, wrapping up Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. One other little docket sidebar for you just came across my desk here. 
Now, former Titans offensive coordinator Todd Downing is currently serving his time in jail for the DUI what rest is 48? Uh, back in November. Student jail time? Yeah, you got to do 48 hours. Unless it's second offense. Trying to see. Does it say how much time he's doing? No, but I think it's something like that. I'd, I've known a couple of people who've had to do that here. Doesn't sound like a good time. They don't, let, they, don't, they don't let you bring – you certainly don't have your phone in there. You don't have books or anything. I mean, you're just sitting. It's a timeout for adults, man. Yeah. The bologna uh, I, I sandwich. I think it should be longer. Myself. Give everybody like two weeks to a month. But you won't do it again. Idiots. There's just no excuse for it now, man, dude. There's no excuse. 95% I've, – it's the exception after all. Everybody's got a damn smartphone. Agreed? Anybody can get that damn Uber app. There's not a ride in Knoxville that's more than fifteen bucks from from city from edge of the city to edge of the city. Isn't it uh, strange? The older you get, the more hardcore about societal punishment you get. <laughs> I've always been this way about drunk driving, but I've also been I've been hit by two. Well, what do you think uh, if um, you talk about mad? You get out of the car and figure out the guy that hits you's drunk. I mean, you even clean up some of, some of this crime. You see these kids running wild, hitting their hitting their teach, assaulting teachers. Batman bear, and drugs, crime rampant on the streets of America. I mean, you, see, you look at some of these countries that don't have it. See what they're doing. And that poor guy in uh, Singapore back in like the 1990s. Oh, who got, got his caned. feet caned. Was it his feet or was it just his? I thought it was feet. I thought it was. His- it might have been his back. His back and just the backside of it. Bring back caning? That was a big deal. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't know. Dude. I don't, we never had caning. I mean, just corporal punishment in general. I've seen. You take a guy and flog him in Times Square and, and clean up some of these problems I mean, we had. Get caned by Michael Caine? Had, had they outlawed it when you were by coming Mayor up? Kane. Uh, oh, Could you still have. get paddled in school? I know these no. two, there's no way. No. They had already outlawed it. I don't know if they outlawed it. They just didn't do it where I went. I used to get my ass busted regular. I think uh, you did. Uh, what, what, what about for adults? Do you think Todd Downing or anybody would have gotten? What, don't they have percentages of like 17% of people driving after midnight, like between midnight oh, and 4 a.m. are drunk? Yeah. But now here's the deal. You think he'd uh, – you want to talk about a deterrent. You tell me I'm going to get 10 lashes in a public square. That's what I'm saying. A, from some Aikido master with a kin – you know, one of those sticks. What do they come well, on? Just some guy, I mean, just thing? the – like you got to do the walk of shame out there. Yeah. Cersei Lannister style. Yeah. And they, they – And I think you go up there okay, to Tennessee and, and, and sign an NIL deal and get some of those guys off the baseball team down there to lash it with You, it. you think this is a little bit too barbaric and cruel – what about the stockyards? Remember the stocks? Like you go to like Disney World or oh, yeah. some old time. Like you have to put like your head, your, <laughs> yeah, your arms. At Disney World before. I, I don't think I, it, I, I've seen it's in Frontierland. Yeah, the yeah. stockyard. Okay. Get, they put them in the stocks. Is that what it's that, called? Yeah, I'm, like I never like when I was in Charleston and went down to you know there on the waterfront where they used to the battery. Yeah, where they used to like sell people back in the old days when they. Slavery. Now, well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about punishment. 
Yeah, I I will draw the line at slavery. I mean, if well, you no, want to talk not what about I'm saying I'm saying when I start seeing the stocks and stuff like that, it gets a little too close to that other uh, stuff. Yeah, you blew we a point one four. I'm sorry, you're going to have to go. We're going to see this guy's butler. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not what I was saying. And we're really giving a lot of ammunition to FSK out of context right now. I hope you realize that. No, I don't care what they tweet. But yeah, I think it should be sterner. I mean, what would you rather do? Two weeks. In lockup, or you know somebody that knows what they're doing with a bamboo cane, lash you ten times across the back. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm. I'll make it all about me, but jail time, prison time is deterrent enough. Who's got time? I don't have time to have any cop. I'm gonna put handcuffs, and they're like. I have to go to the bathroom. Then I have weeks. to go down to the courthouse. You can pay a lawyer and all that. No, man, I'll just follow the law. Even if I don't think it's a particularly useful law, just be law-abiding. Speed a little every now and then. A little bit of a lead foot. Yeah, you just, I mean, it just makes us, there's so many affordable ways to, I mean, you've got it on your phone. You can just call an Uber, Lyft, whatever. Call a friend. Just do not drive. Well, on that note, now that we've, solved uh, all of society's ills <laughs> they don't call me man they don't ask i'm beginning to think they never will overtime coming up next on many of these fine fan run affiliates oh uh milf banner all right ah, marcus yes. episode three how many yep. episodes are how long do we have, I have to do no this? idea but i did find out i'm going to give a spoiler a little bit for episode four they did a little teaser uh-huh someone's going home Ooh, that's key part of any good reality show they all thought they were going to stay. Kicked so, off the island. So episode three, they did a dance competition to find out who would win an exclusive date. As they named him Magic Mike Harrison. I'm, I'm starting to hate that I know their names. This is really hurting my soul a little bit. But Harrison, they've nicknamed Magic Mike because of his part-time uh, job. Oh, yeah, one of them was a former yeah. male dancer. And he, uh, Mild job. He won. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Be- <laughs> what? What did you it's just a joke? Don't worry about it. Go ahead. And when he went on a date, explain everything to you. He took uh, took the younger of the moms, Stephanie, out on a date. Uh-huh. She decided to ask, "Who do you vibe with most?" Here says, "Vibe with." Yeah, like trying to find out who. He- that means who do you get along with, Bear? Yeah. I, I I know what it means. It, it sounds stupid when somebody my age is asking some twenty year old boy toy. So who do you vibe with? Here? And he said, "So young." Which was not that, Stephanie. That, well, that, that's the name of uh, your favorite Asian woman. Yeah. It was called So Young. That's her name. And then, then Stephanie decided <laughs> to ask. Slotnick thinks that's so funny. <laughs> it is so funny. And then uh, so Stephanie young. then decided to ask, who do you find the most attractive here? And he did not say Stephanie. Mm. And she was like, why take me on a date if you don't vibe with me or find me the most attractive? It was like, what? someone. I guess, but. Can't, you're just going... To Milf Manor to hang out. A couple guys have been fighting. Stephanie's been the focal point. There's been like three guys going after Stephanie. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is like, it's like total slow down and, and stare at the carnage on the side of the highway yeah. television, basically. Right? I mean, it's yeah. Just, yeah. What, what did you think it was? Is it a learning show? Kelly's finding it's out. trash. I mean, it's on the learning channel. It's total trash. <laughs> Apparently, a lot, of, uh, a lot of networks, a lot of TV channels passed on this. 
I wonder why. They legitimately didn't think it would work, or if they were just like, you know what? I, I, this is I too much. To, we're not putting a show called I read Milk an Manor article about air. it um, when I was eating lunch today. I meant to send it to you guys. I'm going to dig it up because it was. He'll read an article about it. He won't watch the show. Well, no, because the article was talking about, you know, basically just the level of depravity and, and just how awful this yeah. whole concept is. There is nothing wrong with older women trying to find love there. Yeah. I would say, you know, anyone should be able to find love. Even Kelly, who seems to be the most um, insane person in that group of people. All right, we're going out to the Sanford and Son theme for some reason today. Yeah, we're trying this. Something new me and Marcus are trying. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Ben. Overtime headed your way next right here on Fan Run Radio.